matter what hour your clock strikes, here it's always Halloween. And I'm always your haunted host, Luce Tomlin Brenner. I love Halloween for myriad reasons that I dig into every week with you. But what stands out the most for me is the feeling of community it fosters. I love the interconnectedness associated with a well-decorated neighborhood and trick-or-treating. And I just adore that feeling in a haunted house when suddenly you and five other strangers are all crammed together, careening down a dark hallway, grabbing at each other's arms and screaming in unison when some ghoul pops out. Making this podcast has offered a new type of community, one where we can share our stories and traditions with each other across 40 different countries and to over a thousand listeners. And we deepen our appreciation for the various ways we pumpkin heads celebrate. Typically, Small Frights episodes are comprised of listener letters and calls, but today I'm dedicating this episode of Small Frights Friday to a meaningful community update in regards to our December 11th episode, Theater Ghosts. On that episode, Patreon Ghoul Gang member Elisa called the All Hallows Hotline to tell us her spooky and rather jarring story of walking through the United American Cemetery in Cincinnati, Ohio, only to be confronted with the ghastly sight of a semi-open grave and exposed skeleton. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, pause here and go back and give it a listen so that you can have some much-needed context for the rest of this episode. After Elisa called, I did some light research and discovered that United American, owned by Union Baptist Church, was Cincinnati's first black cemetery and has interred several prominent abolitionists from the 19th and early 20th centuries, which we did discuss in the episode. After this Small Frights episode came out, several listeners reached out to me concerned about the neglect of this very important historic landmark. I've been just as gripped by this discovery as the rest of you, so I've been doing some more reading and I have some more updates to share. But first, let's take a visit to the Correction Corral because I posted a bit of misinformation on our Instagram last month. Ooh, sorry. I announced on our Instagram at It's Always Halloween Podcast that United American received a grant for $400,000 to revitalize the grounds. However, I conflated United American with the other historically black cemetery Union Baptist Church owns, which is also called Union Baptist. And like United American, it has also suffered from institutional neglect. Did the double names confuse me? Yes, that seems to be the case. But I got excited. Sometimes excitement, a wonderful emotion, can also happen to obscure important, very important details. So in order to clear things up, I want to share this press release from the Union Baptist Church who owns both Union Baptist Cemetery and United American Cemetery, the latter of which is the one that listener Elisa called in about. Uh, I've edited the following release for clarity and brevity, but you can find a link to the original release in the show notes, along with links to other articles and information about them. Okay, here we go. Union Baptist Cemetery, the oldest Black-owned cemetery in Ohio, will soon be the recipients of a $400,000 grant that is funded through the African-American Civil Rights of the 20th Century Grant Program and the Historic Preservation Fund. 
The grant will be administered by the National Park Service Department of the Interior. Established in 1864 as a private cemetery serving African Americans, Union Baptist was one of the only places where black people could be buried in the city of Cincinnati. It serves as a final resting place for many notable historical figures, including former slaves, abolitionists, and active members of the Underground Railroad. It is listed on the National Register of Historic Places. This awarded grant is for preservation, stabilization, and planning services for structures and objects within the cemetery. It will be used specifically for the restoration of the exterior of the almost 70-year-old cemetery building, repair of monuments and headstones, and the restoration of the fencing. The grant will also fund the preparation and amendment for the National Register of Historic Places designation to include the cemetery's importance to the African-American civil rights movement. So that's the press release that the Union Baptist Church put out. Um, you can find the entire release and more information about both cemeteries in the show notes. In there, I've also included the GoFundMe for United American, which has surpassed its goal of $10,000, but it's still collecting donations for restoration. You can see pictures of both cemeteries on our Instagram if you want to fully understand what kind of deterioration we're dealing with. I know everybody who saw the pictures that I posted back in December, and you can scroll through and look at those again, was pretty shocked, as was, as was I, which is why I wanted to get more into it. Um, you know, together, you, listener, and I, we've learned about some really dark Halloween history. And, you know, we have to acknowledge, like most things, Halloween's past and occasionally it's present, is fraught with racism and colonialism and ethnocentrism and classism. It's easy to write off our shared traditions as just harmless things that we do a few times a year to break up the monotony and have a party, but Halloween means so much to me, and I, and because I cherish it so much and because it matters in this big way, I want to give it the dignity of critical thinking and analysis and Yes, also the dignity of parties. <laughs> I was privileged enough to grow up across the street from a beautifully maintained cemetery, which sparked my lifelong appreciation for them as these soothing and sometimes spooky places to spend an afternoon. But despite my passion, as a white person, I hadn't even considered the many ways in which racism has impacted how black communities inter and honor their deceased. This is a short version of a long story about two Ohio cemeteries. I can only imagine similar stories haunt black cemeteries around the country. I encourage you to do some more research and reading on your own. And please, as always, call or write in to share your knowledge with me and all the lovely Luceo lanterns out there. I'm so grateful to Elisa for calling in about United American Cemetery, which took us on this winding, exciting path of discovery and learning and made us all a little better, a little smarter, a little more aware of our surroundings and the things that we love. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to learn about and donate to this important Halloween-y cause, Elisa. Last year, the African American Civil Rights of the 20th Century Grant Program and the Historic Preservation Fund awarded over $14 million to 51 projects in 21 states. 
For the complete list, click on the link in the show notes. Um, There are a couple other cemeteries on there and totally unrelated spooky, things that aren't spooky, totally unrelated from Halloween are on that list, but I thought it was really interesting. And if this is a topic that fascinates you, listener, then please dig into it more, especially if you are a fellow white person who is doing the important work of anti-racist education, which I think goes very properly in hand with Halloween. And I hope that you agree. So thank you for taking this side windy path with me this week and going on a little bit of a different direction with our small frights. Next week, we will get back to calls and eek mails. So if you want to contribute to next week's Small Frights episode, call the All Hallows hotline at 802-532-DEAD or write me that eek mail at itsalwayshalloweenpodcast at gmail.com. And now I want to do a little shout out to our newest Patreon Ghoul Gang member, Tony Dixon. Thank you so much for signing up and supporting the podcast. With your contribution, we are only a few dollars away from funding four of the Small Frights episode a month. So that's a whole month of Small Frights episodes. Thank you so much, Tony. That also means that we're only one subscriber away from reaching a quarter of our goal. So we're almost at funding a quarter of the podcast. So just one more subscriber. You can come sign up at patreon.com slash it's always Halloween. And now is the time. If you have been waiting for a sign from beyond the grave to tell you that you have to sign up, for the It's Always Halloween Patreon. It's now, baby. Now is the time. This is the ghostly voice. Because this weekend is our second January movie of our movie parties, and we are watching and discussing John Carpenter's The Thing, a very spooky winter horror movie, and I would love to have you join us. So check out the patreon.com slash it's always Halloween and let's watch movies together this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All right. Well, this episode of it's always Halloween was written by and researched and performed by me, Luce Tomlin Brenner, and the editing theme music and sound design is by Pete Burns. He's the best. Thank you so much, Pete. You can follow him at Mittenberries on Twitter and Instagram and me personally at LTB Comedy on Twitter and Instagram. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review, especially now when it's not really very Halloween-y and we still want to grab folks' eyes and ears. A review really helps uh, boost us in the almighty Apple algorithm. And you can also find us on that NPR One app, which is another great place to subscribe because then I could become friends with Ira Glass. And then you would be kind of friends with Ira Glass by association. Think about it. All right. That does it for this week of It's Always Halloween. Thank you so much for listening and come back next time unless you get stuck in that frustrating correction corral. (laughs) 